Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Throwback Thursday. This is a new segment on my podcast where we kind of go back in time for a little bit and we talk about old movies, whether it's in the 20s, the 30s, we're talking King Kong, we're talking uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, doesn't matter where it's from. It's like I said before, I take many submissions uh, daily, and I like to talk about these movies possibly every Thursday if I could. And after careful consideration, there were a lot of great movies that you guys submitted. First and foremost, thank you. And um, there was this one submission that stood out. And I figured, you know, it was a it was a clever choice because a lot of people do ask, for example, hey, where do you get that name from? And I figured it's only best that I talk about 1985's Back to the Future, which was recommended by none other than Muscle Bob buff pants himself i'm over here with a host for today and that is tristan walvin so for starters i met tristan about two years ago it was roughly about two years ago and he was pledging for sigma pi for most of you guys that don't know me too well yes i was a frat boy but now retired so now i like to play golf and walk on the beach all by myself on my free time so without further ado before we go into this review uh, I'd like to introduce uh, Muscle Bob himself, and that's Tristan Wallivan. So, uh, Tristan, uh, go ahead and do your thing, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Gilbert. Uh, thank you for having me on your on your coveted podcast. Um, I was very, very, very excited when you uh, invited me to to come on here and talk about Back to the Future, which is, you know, a classic. It's a uh, uh, one of those one of those timeless movies where, you know. Uh, regardless of what age group sees it or regardless of um of when you see it in terms of your own uh life whether it be child uh teenager adulthood it uh it kind of just transcends through that and it's it's just a comedy for the ages literally you know back to the future so again thank you for having me on here no problem man and um tell us a little bit about yourself uh what's your what's your background how did you get the name of muscle ball <laughs> um so I came here uh, after two years of playing uh, college football and I decided I was uh, uh, it was time for me to, to give up the sport, which is hard. And uh, uh, but it really kind of built the foundation of 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 my my mindset and drive to sort of to, to train and to be be stronger and just kind of improve on, upon myself. Um, so when I came here to Cal State Fullerton, uh, the one thing that I was missing um, from leaving football and then the one thing that uh, training was lacking by myself was uh, brotherhood. So um, I joined Sigma Pi and um, I don't mean to, to brag or anything, but <laughs> I mean, like uh, it was it was uh, uh, one of the best choices I could have made. And, and from Sigma Pi, I got got these these nicknames, uh, Muscle Bob, Buff Pants, uh, all these all these all these crazy nicknames and so i just kind of stuck to my training um entered and then dropped a couple bodybuilding competitions because they were sort of dropping my grades a little bit um but now you know um i'm still training but now i'm focused on on the bigger picture which is uh i want to be be an attorney so i'm gonna be going to law school next year and i'm gonna take a, a law clerk office uh job in the coming months so you know 
got got that in the works. That was beautiful. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is Mr. Muscle Bob Buff Pants himself. If you guys ever need to get out of a speeding ticket, do not blow the cop. You want to call Tristan Wallavind, and we will definitely take care of that. Alrighty, now before we get into this review, um, what's what's one little fun fact that you wouldn't like our fellow listeners to know about you? It could be anything. It could be like me, for example. I broke in my arm twice in the same place. It was my left radius, and it was within a two-year span. And, you know, that second time that I broke it, I definitely knew that it was broken, unfortunately. But I'm here now. You know, I'm still thriving. I'm still with my left hand. But uh, what's one thing that you would like the audience to know about you? One interesting thing. Uh, I'm trying to think about a really good fun fact here. Um, something that not a lot of people, I guess, would would really know. I mean, uh, if I if I could uh, um, bring it up back to you, you said you broke your arm. Um, you said four, three times. Uh, twice. 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 Okay. Still, shit ton of times. Um, I've uh, <laughs> I've um, broken every finger in my right hand because uh, I was uh, a center when I played football. I've broken my uh, nose uh, three times. Um, let's see. I've broken my back trying to PR on cleaning, uh, power cleaning. For those who don't who don't know that those Olympic lifts. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's another interesting fact that's uh, escaping me now because I'm in, I'm in front of Gilbert right now. And, uh, so I just had to bring it back and, you know, compare the, compare the scars, I guess, you know, sounds good with me. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into this, uh, review really quick. And first I'm going to list down some positives that I had with, uh, back to the future. So for those of you that don't know, Back to the Future is directed by Robert Zemeckis. He did direct Forrest Gump as well and Welcome to Marwin, I believe. And it stars uh, Michael J. Fox as Marty McFly. And the way that it goes is Marty McFly is just a guy in high school, just like we all were at some point. And he's best friends with Doc Brown. And one day, Doc Brown creates this beautiful invention that's taken up most of his life and his life savings. And it's it's a time machine. It's a time machine where if you wanted to go back to the Great Depression, I mean, I don't know why you would, but just saying if you wanted to, uh, you could definitely go back to that and witness that stock market crash. Or if you wanted to see uh, Neil Armstrong land on the moon, you could definitely do that too. Two opposite ends of the spectrum and there. It's, it's in a DeLorean too. It's not just in a, a refrigerator or whatever. It's, in, it's with style. It's in the DeLorean and together uh him and doc embark on this journey where he does go back in time but like time goes you got to go back to your set reality otherwise consequences start to happen and it's just all about the race against time while also visiting familiar faces along the way so this movie came out about 30 34 years ago i might be mistaken maybe more but to be honest, I barely saw this film for the first time. I believe it was junior year of high school. And it was in my physics class. I remember thinking, okay, like I've heard a lot about Back to the Future, but I've never really delved into it. Like, what's the hype about? So thank you to George Parachi, by the way, for uh, for showing us this great movie. Because to be honest, 
that viewing was amazing. I think the story is very, very creative, but also has a lot of heart and it's very funny. I love the chemistry between Doc Brown and Marty McFly. They have this kind of father-son relationship or kind of like that cool uncle that you have at the family barbecue. And the way that Doc has all these inventions, you could already tell just from the first five minutes alone that this man may be a lunatic, but let me tell you, he is the smartest bean. (laughs) And seeing Marty McFly go through this journey and... Yeah, we're going to talk some spoilers here, because like I said, this movie's been out for about 30-something years. Um, These Throwback Thursday segments are going to be a little bit more spoiler-filled, because these are older movies that people should have seen by now. But um, if you don't want any spoilers, I'd say skip ahead to about maybe a couple minutes from now. But Marty McFly has to travel back to the present, because otherwise his family in the present will be vanished. And the reason why that'll happen is because when he does go back in time, uh, he meets his dad, he meets he meets his mom, but then his mom starts having the feels for him. It just gets kind of messy. There's, I mean, nothing bad happens, thankfully. But that provides most of the comedy there. And just seeing how, I mean, think about it. How, how would you react to seeing your parents back in the 80s or the the 50s or you know whenever they were born it's insane and you wonder how that connection would be obviously you can't tell them or else they'll have a funny feeling and that affects not only your future but their future so seeing that dynamic was great and also i really like the set pieces in here it's it's very simplistic uh steven spielberg did no 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 i'm sorry robert zemeckis did use part of steven spielberg's sets from a universal so that little town area that you see in the beginning that's from gremlins and definitely other spielberg films but it's awesome kind of revisiting this movie too because of the historical impact it's had you know 1.2 gigawatts and 88 miles per hour and it's amazing in every sort of way possible i it's definitely my favorite 80s movie of all time and that's a statement because the 80s not only had the best music in my opinion but they also had some of the best movies Absolutely. in that era now those are just my quick thoughts but i'm going to turn it over to tristan really quick and he's just going to talk about you know what are some things that he likes and also maybe if it's had an impact there's definitely movies out there that have had an impact on people for example this channel is directly inspired by this film so I'm going to turn it over to you, Tristan. What do you like more about this movie? And if you have any negatives too towards the end, you know, I'd love to hear those as well. So I guess I should start with the, the first time I saw uh, Back to the Future. Um, I, it's, I, it's funny, I, I distinctly remember um, the, the first time I watched it, but I don't remember the details of the movie. So I was um, in my friend's mom's minivan uh we were going out to eat going out to dinner out in newport and we we live in mission mayo so uh there was the the minivan the the og minivan with the the movie screens on the back and uh they were playing back to the future and you know obviously they'd been watching it for a while because i just jumped right in the middle of it i'm like what the hell is going on here i must have been maybe nine ten maybe eleven years old and i was watching it i was just kind of drawn in uh 
by by the acting and i wouldn't really like culminate in terms of uh my understanding of the movie and my um my my thoughts on it till till much much later when uh, i rewatched it uh at age 16 i believe and then again like it's like you know every year i just i i guess i just kind of end up watching it and then i've seen it just last week so it's really fresh in my fresh in my mind um if i gotta say uh one thing to kind of like kind of build from like a smaller standpoint to like a bigger standpoint you know you brought up the town i was like used uh, steven spielberg used a uh used it a few times i gotta say you know the town is probably one of the best parts of that movie it just it's its own little world you know like aside from the the scene where marty first uses the delorean the time machine and uh crashes through that that barn house and he's got the the alien all the alien shit on and and uh you you know that dude shoots at him with a shotgun which uh by the way like if you look at where like that marty should be dead that's a little that was a little little nitpicky point i'm like oh you know what he was right behind that there's no fucking way um <laughs> so but uh outside of that little scene the town it like it had its own little life even in the in the beginning when um marty was was skating by on the back of that truck he was waving hi to all these people in that fitness class um he's going by the diner the the park the clock tower of course and then like you know right across from all those things is a school and like all these events that happen in the movie take place in this like in maybe like a two mile radius like outside of again the 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 barn scene so the town really is like it kind of came alive like you were like oh man this is really the 80s oh man this is really the 50s kind of thing so that was um a really standout aspect to me uh to me Uh, another really good aspect if you just start small is the acting come on like the the acting was so outrageous and over the top and it was so very clearly like a movie you know and sometimes that's a bad thing but in this case it was a it was a good thing you know you're like okay this is this is just something fun to watch like this is something fun to watch of course uh doc is like you said gilbert he's he's crazy he's wild he's out there but you can tell he's real smart kind of thing marty's this this uh over the top you know high school kid who's who you don't really can't can't really tell if he's cool if he's the you know the stereotypical the cool kid yeah the cool kid or the or the kind of like laid back dude or you know you never really know because he's you don't really learn a whole much about how where he like how we got to meet doc and all this kind of stuff so um marty's uh girlfriend who just doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really doesn't really do too much until they in the beginning and the very end and uh and then of course uh uh marty's dad uh played by crispin glover who was who was hilarious the entire way through the the when he's eating peanut brittle watching these his little his laugh his laugh is like man it's point dexter all the way you're like man this dude is a fucking nerd like there's no there's no way like how how did he conceive this child you know marty's mom uh lorraine um she was obviously a pivotal character in the in the series um uh, not in the series well yeah in the series but in the the first movie (laughs) you know what that opening scene where he first uh meets his mom in the in the future not gonna lie um Oh yeah, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson uh, played the rain. So, but that opening scene, Gilbert, when when he woke up in the bed, and uh, he thought, 
he thought, you know, he was back and just had a crazy dream. Calvin. Calvin. Calvin Klein. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny. I didn't even get that fucking joke until, like, oh, it's his underwear. Oh, I'm so fucking stupid. Oh, people, you know, you know, like, people people um, put it on their underwear back then. I don't Why? Why? I don't know why. It, did they get lost often back then in 1985? Yeah, I guess so. Do you have a pair of Calvins? I, I do not have a pair of Calvins. Um, they're expensive. Yeah, they're pretty expensive. Um, honestly, uh, just Fruit Loom will do it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, Marty's Marty's mom. I remember first watching that when I was younger. And, like, the way she behaved around Marty. That, like, dude. That, that, that sort of next level thirst kind of thing. And... I was watching that when I was a kid. I'm like, there's no fucking way girls act like this. This cannot be fucking real. That scene really, like, it set the tone. And, of course, uh, all the events that followed. And, um, you know, we're going to get into it, a, a, you know, a little bit more. Um, but this is just the, the characters and the sets that really, it just, you know, it took the film to the next level, as, as they shouldn't have filmed like that. Um, but just because how, how outrageous they were and how well the the actors performed i think was probably the the best it's just you know it it's what keeps me coming back to watch it so definitely the best thing there do you have any negatives with the film or is this just a film where no matter what time of day you put it on you're attached to that couch no matter what and you're watching it just from start to finish how do you feel i feel like that again the film is timeless and um i've been I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people are, they say they're into movies and Gilbert, you're very clearly into movies, but I'm, I'm also very, very into movies to the point where like the soundtrack will like, you know, pop out to me if it's real good. Um, Arrival, which is one of my all time favorite movies. The soundtrack there was, um, was unreal to me. Um, but anyway, the, the point being, um, of so with that movie background i i kind of like i i dug deep a little bit into it and there was a couple couple things where i was just kind of wondering like okay i know they're not going to address it in the movie but i'm going to address it in my in my head i'm going to figure out why this is happening um so you remember a lot of things change when marty gets back from the past and goes back to the future and he he comes back and his life is infinitely improved, right? Correct. You know, but there's this scene when he comes back and he schedules right before, um, he schedules right before he comes back. He's like, you know what? I want to go back in time and warn Doc because in the movie, Doc refuses to know anything about the future. So he goes back. He's like, oh, I'm going to set it before. So he pops up, uh, you know, in in that time frame right before Doc is, is killed. So Doc is killed in the beginning of the film. Spoiler. Sorry, I should have said that. Um, he's yeah. I, if you haven't seen it, you know, shit's on you. <laughs> but um, so in the very beginning, he watches Doc get blown away, and then he watches himself almost get blown away, and then a little, I guess, chase scene ensues. How you know he hops in the the DeLorean, he takes off, and then he's he's back in the past again. So here's my question: How long has that been going on? Has this? Has the whole Back to the Future movie, you take it as like an exclusive thing. Is Marty's life just one eternal loop? Is there just always going to be a Marty? Because we're we're breaching some some existential shit right here. We're getting real deep into this, Gilbert. We're going we're gonna to figure out what, what makes this movie tick. And I know they weren't going to answer in a little comedy. But Marty, I mean, is it 
is that just destined to happen forever? And also, if Marty made it back to save Doc, how come Doc isn't with the prior knowledge? Or is this the first time this happened? You know, I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions. And that's kind of one thing that stuck out with me. Because it's, you know, it's just a feel-good movie. And no one's sitting in there like, okay, but think about this. What if it was a separate reality? And no one's in the movie theater like, think about this. They're just enjoying themselves. But I'm fucking thinking about it. So I'm coming here to tell you what the hell just happened well you know you bring up a great point actually and it kind of reverts back to uh end game in a sense <laughs> oh we gotta where, bring it back yeah but that's a discussion for another <laughs> absolutely but i can definitely see that but also i think this is one of those movies where you do have to use your imagination and i'm gonna draw inspiration from 2009's inception okay so spoilers below for inception if you haven't seen it but again if i mean what are you doing man uh direct directed by christopher nolan so leonardo dicaprio is a dream stealer and i'm just going to go into this pretty quickly and he has to do a mission in order to see his family again so at the very end after all this stuff goes down they have this little object that the thief essentially has to distinguish what's real and what's a dream leonardo dicaprio spins it while he sees his kids at the very end and that last shot is the totem and it's still spinning and then it just cuts so you're stuck wondering oh is that a dream is it reality so i like to personally just use my imagination i saw it kind of twist a little bit and i'd like to assume it is a dream and this is a little different though because it was confirmed later by michael keaton that it ended up being reality but i do understand that uh concern though because yeah you do wonder you know mcfly does see himself go back to the past essentially again so you're stuck wondering is this just going to be a time well maybe not i mean or maybe it could go into a different time parallel i mean time is inevitable and it's it's almost infinity now to wrap this up uh we're gonna go with the rating and honestly i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten i i like tristan said it's literally a timeless classic my all-time favorite 80s movie confirmed especially after seeing it last month at a screening at a park i think it's one of the most iconic films and yeah, you, you honestly could never go wrong with Back to the Future. I mean, maybe the other two aren't as good. They're still solid, but not as good as the first. However, don't let it distinguish the fact that this first one is an absolute gem. And, you know, real quick, Tristan, before we depart, uh, mm -hmm. what, what would you give this movie? Um, I'd have to give it... Um, I'd You know, your nine was good. I'd have to give it an eight out of ten. The only reason uh, I gave in, I'm giving it uh, an eight out of ten is um you know i really like the er, pretty much everything in this movie was i can't say it's perfect because that's completely subjective but from my point of view is uh, like everything was was on point no one seemed even though the acting was outrageous no one seemed fake no one seemed fake none of the sets seemed um fake either they didn't seem like they were something uh that was like just kind of conceived in in the backstage um again the only thing that i'd have to to say um based on that is not anything that's to do with the movie itself um in terms of like the making but like some of the concepts in it you know they get they'll get a little muddled in there um like 
honestly the the whole butterfly effect but butterfly effect like how much does he does does he really change and how come how come everything that he's changed has only given him a, like a good outcome like you know i know it's just a feel good movie i understand that completely so these are obviously very nitpicky but other than that fantastic movie uh if you haven't seen it i recommend going to see it tonight if you could and i definitely agree remember guys you guys have your own opinion my good friend Tristan here just because he says some negatives or nitpicks that doesn't distinguish the fact that i like the movie you just gotta have an open mind that other people for other people some things just might not fit well and guys this is just like a little bit of advice too um for not only this podcast but you know take take my opinions with a grain of salt too so just because let's say i like a movie maybe you might not just because i didn't like a movie doesn't mean you may not uh that's why i try not to look at rotten tomatoes or any sort of critic scores prior to seeing any movies because i do want to develop my own opinion as an honest truth to you guys otherwise this defeats the purpose of speaking my mind and being my own critic but um yeah we're gonna wrap this episode up Uh, i just want to thank tristan again for coming on board with me and you know thank you for making time today thank you absolutely this was this is awesome i hope to be on the show again it's it's a great time oh you will be we do have some recommendations that we do want to get into later yes yes but but uh, but, oh no no i can't say nothing okay all right all right okay but uh yeah guys uh, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of throwback thursday this will be a every other week or possibly every week uh basis depending on the submissions that we get and i'm looking to hopefully launch another episode in two weeks but you guys will not know the movie up until that monday of the week it's just to build up the anticipation and yeah just uh thank you thank you again for tuning in to another episode of back to the theater reviews don't forget to follow us on spotify instagram and now apple podcast this is me signing off